prepare yourself. You're about to listen to Super Games Cast 64 with your host, Trey Mitchell, and your other hosts, Austin Guttery and Connor Reisenhoover. Five, four, three, two, one, failure! What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Super Gamescast 64. I am your host, Trey Mitchell, laying back in my chair. I got my mic extended so I can lean back and do this podcast. Just chillaxing. Uh, today, we got Connor Eisenhoover. Trey, it is a genuine pleasure to be back with you after not being able to podcast last I week. I know, I know. And uh, this week, we uh, are losing Austin. Uh, Austin said that he would never podcast with you again. So if you were back, he would be gone. Wasn't that right? Uh, yeah, Austin and I are actually the same person. So right. some weeks I do an Austin character. Some weeks I do my character. It just depends. Connor is also on a bit of a delay, right? I don't know. You tell me I'm going to That was a delay. delay. Right, that's the only reason I Chris, know that. did that sound like a delay? Uh, who's this Chris guy that you we, have yet to introduce? We have Chris the Fields, the uh, very famous, very popular YouTuber slash streamer, Chris the Fields, on the podcast this week. Making, very special guest. Making the grand return after however many episodes it's been since I was on the GameCast. It's been a while. I think you were on maybe for some E3 episode. I forgot. Uh, I mean, I guess technically, if you count it like the game of the year last year, I, I submitted a, a voice response for. But I can't remember the last time I've f- f- fully guessed it on the Super Games Cast 64 podcast. Well, it's good to have you back. How you been? Uh, I've been feeling great. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. So, Chris the Fields, he, uh, if you don't know, he streams. He's a streamer, very famous streamer, right? Uh, like 70 ish followers and an average of like one or two viewers per stream. That's not true. You do, you do fun streams, though, with, uh, Perry and other people's. Uh, uh in particular. In particular, with uh, Cray Trey, our very own, yeah. right here. You sh- you've sh- been streaming with me for uh, like a year, year and a half. We I, we're off and on, but we've done many games together. We're like Ross and Rachel, you know, on again, off again. Sometimes mm-hmm. we decide not to, uh, you know, stream for a while, then we're back. It's it's a whole deal. We're gonna have a, a little streamer baby eventually, maybe. Do, do they? I never watched the show. They they do they do have a baby eventually, okay. but they're still not married at that point. Oh, that's sinful. I don't that believe is. in that, Chris. Okay, so yeah. no stream baby. No stream baby. I'm sorry. But uh, sorry hey, we, for the been, friend spoilers. I guess we're kind of yeah. Sorry for friend spoilers. <laughs> uh, we've been kind of doing Zelda. That's or Nintendo games. Really, I don't know if we've done anything besides Nintendo, right? Oh uh, well, I mean. Banjo Kazooie is kind of a gray area at this point. Yeah, we played it on the Xbox yeah, version, but yeah, 
it came out on Nintendo 64. Yes, and that would be true. Right. You also have a YouTube channel where you do just do uh, videos on Fortnite. Is that correct? Uh, I've done one video that's like tangentially related to Fortnite where I do mm-hmm. Fortnite dances because I one slash lost a bet that I said if a Smash Brothers DLC character turned out to be a Fire Emblem character, I'd have to do Fortnite dances. That's an easy bet. Like that's like you should be expecting to lose that bet. Uh, or well, at the time, at the time, uh, because the characters that were coming out for Smash were like pretty big deal third party characters, mm-hmm. and we assumed that train was going to be going. At the time, it was unexpected that a Fire Emblem character would make it in as a new fighter. And uh, but there was just enough like reality to that bet where it, it was kind of interesting whether it would go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Obviously, history tells us which way it went. It's all Fire Emblem all the time. All, yep, every single character. Every character. They all Fire use swords. They all have counters. They do. Chris, do you, Chris, do you, do you think that they're going to release a Fire Emblem character for the Nickelodeon Fighters game or no? I do not think they will release any Nickelodeon okay. Fighters in Fire Emblem. No. Okay, I was just making sure. Thank you for what? What do you do videos on, Chris? Besides uh, well, milk, and explain the whole milk bit to the the listeners who don't know. Also, okay. Well, I like milk, and it's just kind mm-hmm. of an in joke between my friends that, uh, wow, Chris likes milk, so that must mean he like really likes milk and drinks it all the time. Sure. Uh, so that's just where that comes from. Yeah, and it's, a, it's like working at the ticket. You know, you have one quirk, and that becomes your thing. Like exactly. Justin, you know, Justin Montemayor, who's been on the show for the show. Uh, he uh, really loved King of Queens uh, growing up, and he had to make a wish because he had a cancer as a baba and lost his leg. Um, I mean, he was a kid, not a baby, but he was like a teenager, and he had to make a wish, and his wish was to go visit the set of King of Queens and meet Kevin James. So now he's King of Queens guy, you know? Uh, yeah, so of course. So you're, you're milk guy. Yeah, and uh, to play into that, I just made a video on my channel where it's a song from Sesame Street where the only lyric is the word milk, mm-hmm. just repeated over and over again. And I, I drink a gallon of milk to that song. Milk, 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 milk. And you also have uh, the Dark Souls as the chocolate milk of video games. That is true. That is true. I wouldn't say my most famous video, but definitely like my most infamous video. Uh-huh. But what do you mo- n- normally do videos on? Well, normally I just do videos on games that I find interesting or like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've covered every single game in the Fire Emblem series, talk in depth about each one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, most recently, I covered all the Golden Sun games and what I think might potentially be the future of that series. And in general, I just whatever comes to mind, whatever I feel like talking about, I'll talk about it. You've you can find it. that at yeah, go ahead. You can find that at uh, youtube.com slash Chris the Fields. Just search up Chris the Fields. You'll find it pretty easily, I think. Okay. And you've been doing that for a while, right? I think we uh, one of the streams, we played your first video. And what, like, how long ago was that again? Eight years. Damn. Uh, August 21st, 2013 was when I uploaded that. And we just passed by that pretty recently. So, okay. Happy birthday. It's been a long, been a long while. It has. It has. You could, you could raise a, child in the time i uh make videos eight years that's that's two college that's two times in college that is that's that two is. college careers yeah 
or two high school careers or high school and college, I guess. Or or one long college career if yeah, you very need to long. take a while. Right. In um, a competition. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the old Animal House bit. Uh the wor- the worst 8 years of my or 8 years down the drain. I think it might have actually been 6 years, but a lot of people do like 5 or 6 years now, honestly. I technically did 5 years. So I think my I can't say full details cuz I don't know full details, but sure. I think my cousin was like on and off in college for about 10 years. Oh, sure, yeah. So. Um new overnight board up um Tyler he uh like he's my age but he like just graduated a few years ago so like yeah like people everyone's different every you don't have to go to college you can do college later it yeah it's all it's all different chris we're all different people i know you're mr mm-hmm. you need to do it this way and that's the way but you know the how rest was, of the world how i was born and raised you know yeah exactly so this is a video game podcast chris did you know that I would not guess it by the fact that it's uh, called Super Games Cast 64, mm-hmm. but hey, that's how it works out. Well, it's about video games. So what have you been playing, Chris? Uh, well, I've been playing a very recent release. Came out yesterday, even, new game. I think. Uh, Psychonauts 2, I've been okay. delving to that. Okay. So I've been uh, wanting to play one because I want to play two as well. Because I know people are uh, raving about it. Uh, definitely play one before two because mm-hmm. it provides a lot of context going in. Mm-hmm. And Psychonauts two also takes place like three days after the first one, so oh, it's wow. pretty fresh storyline. Uh, what I'm impressed with is there's a bit of roughness overall, uh, but broad strokes they nailed pretty much all the important aspects about it. Mm-hmm. And despite it being a sequel that was like whenever the first game came out, so like fifteen ish years in the making. Yeah. Maybe even twenty, who knows? But it's it feels like they haven't missed a beat between one and two at all. Okay. And this is uh Tim Schaefer's company, uh yes. Fulbright. Am I right? Not Fulbright. Uh Double Fine. Double, double Fine, there you double go. Double fine. Sorry, double fine, not Fulbright. Double fine. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's like a platformer, right? Yeah, it's I wouldn't quite say it's like Banjo kazooie because there's a lot of like clear differences in its structure but mm-hmm. it's it's kind of got this like sort of collectathonish vibe to it uh but each of the worlds have more of a defined overall story mm-hmm. and what i love about psychonauts is that it really takes what you would expect a 3d platformer world to be and just really runs with the concept like worlds in psychonauts aren't an environment per se it's like a really crazy bending of a mental concept, but it works in a very compelling way. It's not just Halloween theme, Christmas theme, swamp no, theme. No, it's like you you go into like a casino that's also a hospital, or you're running across a like boot camp, like Vietnam War sort of like battlefield, and it's called mm-hmm. like basic braining. It, it's a very tongue in cheek humoresque game, which also I think is very charming. Mm-hmm. And so this one's good. Uh, how how far are you into it? Do you think? Uh, I don't know, like percentage wise, how far I am. Uh, mm-hmm. I've done the first three uh, worlds of or brains, however you want to look at that. Um, so I I'd say I'm a pretty good chunk of the way through. But mm-hmm. I've been playing the game for about tenish hours, and I'm just mostly exploring like the hub world because there's a lot to dive into there. 
you said it's rough. Um, <clears throat> is it like, is it uh, does it look like a a new game or does it look like a like PS2 game? It, it looks like a new game. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, I'm playing it on an Xbox One S. What? So, so yeah, not the most currentish hardware. Right. Uh, so because I'm playing well, it's it on, on Game Pass, year, right? It is on Game Pass. I'm nice. playing it through Game Pass. Great. Uh, so roughness, I mean, like it gets a little framey. One time the the game crashed on me Ooh. unexpectedly. Um, so there's a bit of like performance issues, mm-hmm. but maybe on PC or the Series X, that's completely ironed out. I know it'll no probably get going. ironed out as it goes too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and also yeah. Rasputin, the main character, not Rasputin. Not Rasputin. No. This is Rasputin. Okay. Uh, yeah, he moves a little slower than I would like him to, but otherwise the controls are pretty great. Mm-hmm. What exactly is the story, I guess, of the of the games? Uh, well, broad concept is that you, well, in the first game, you go into a uh, su- uh, summer camp for psycho uh, psychic ki- little kids. Mm-hmm. And what you do is you go into people's minds and in the first game, it's more like just like training. Uh, second game, you're like you have like missions and objectives to accomplish when you dive into people's minds. But you're diving into people's minds, maybe helping work them through some of their issues and overall progressing into the story. OK, I can't remember exactly what the story of the first game was all about. It's been a long time since I played it, but uh, in Psycho uh, uh, Psychonauts two, you have a mole in the Psychonauts that's leaking information. You got to find out who they are. But I have no leads on what that storyline is yet. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears throat> glad you're liking the game. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Uh, yeah. About last week, I I finished off the metroid prime trilogy okay uh one i played last year and i loved one mm-hmm. um metroid prime 2 is kind of like a love-hate relationship for me i think it's probably the most fascinating metroid game because it's got a lot of cool ideas but in overall execution i don't think it quite nails it like the first game did and three is just kind of got a different vibe where it's more of like an action first person shooter like sort of experience it's not as heavily focused on like exploration mm-hmm. and it has more of a story focus but i think okay. it kind of works well uh for what it is where does other m fit into those three uh i've not played other m but other m from what i understand is a completely different storyline from the prime games okay <clears throat> i've not actually i've i've played one i'm not sure how far i got through one I've not played the other. T- I do want to go through all those again. Uh, if you're looking to get into Metroid, I'd probably suggest one of the 2D games to start with, because I-, I know that you can get pretty lost uh, seeing you play games. Me? Trey. What? Yes. You. I know you won't believe it, but sometimes you can get a bit turned around. So I think you might have an easier time trying out a 2D Metroid game. But I mean, I've played. Can you just Prime wait to play the new one. Should he play the new one? I mean, I've played the Metro Dread. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know, because Dread seems like it's very heavily tied in with Fusion, so it may, might be one of those cases where you should probably play Fusion first. 
I think um, I played a little bit of Fusion too. Sense. I know I had it. I know I owned it. I'm pretty sure I played it. Otherwise, otherwise, Prime One is an absolutely fine starting point. Yeah, I've, I've played. I played it. I I remember playing it as a kid. I just don't remember how far I got. Mm, okay, yeah. it took me a long time to eventually come around to beating Prime One. Mm-hmm. Like that was the first Metroid game I beat, and that was last year. So. Yeah. Okay. Guys, I've I've never played a Metroid game. Well, it's... you like I said, you could probably start with one of the two D ones. Super Metroid's you probably see, though, the easiest place to start you, with. You say that, but like that's less forgiving, right? I mean, not in, in, really. Yeah. Like maybe a little less forgiving than like Prime is, but it's not really they're not really all that difficult of games. It's mostly about the exploration. Right. And knowing where you are on the map and stuff. Yeah. That can get composing. Like the NES and, and Game Boy Metroids, those are a bit those are a bit too rough. I'd say just play the remakes in those cases, but And honestly, I'm okay with directions when I'm not I think it's just the streaming. That makes me a little more confused. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, for those on the audience who are not streamers, it's very energy and uh, energy consuming to play a game. And if you have a co-host, talk to that co-host. And if right. you have chat going, interact with chat, making sure they're entertained. And Right. It can be a bit discombobulating. So that's absolutely a factor, too. That's, mm-hmm. that's what Trey brings me on so that I can just talk. And yeah. Then he then can play the game and during... occasionally talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bring everyone. Then he'll yell at me while I talk during cutscenes. Yeah, you do. It's okay though. It's fun. I haven't streamed with you in a while. People are there for you, not for the cutscenes. It's it's just tough now with like COVID restrictions kind of lifting, and I mean I know they're not. I know it's weird, but doing more stuff and you know Friday Saturday, it's just it's a little um. A little hard to do it on the weekend. Your swingers parties are happening again. I know they're they're back on the swingers parties. You go there, you got to drop your keys off at the door, and you gotta put it in the bucket. Happen. Yeah, go home with the with the stranger. Put your mask on. Not that kind of mask. You can put like your the, eyes wide shut. Yeah, mask eyes wide off. shut mask. I got a big old bird beak mask. That's probably what I would have. I've seen you with that mask. I've mask, seen that yeah. Twitter. I like the owl mask. Seen that That's cool. Picture. Like the weird owl one. That's all like Illuminati shit. Right, Chris? Uh, I guess I can't comment. Not Chris, knowledgeable enough on owls to comment. Or Eyes Wide Shut. Or Eyes Wide Shut. Sure. Have you seen Eyes Wide Shut? What do you think? No. For context, uh, if there's like a movie or film or show or something, I probably haven't seen it because I'm very uncultured. You're just you just stick with video games. That's your that's yeah. your lane, and you just stay there. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like no. I think it's worse to try and force a hobby where you don't have interest in. Mm-hmm. Like hey, speaking of forcing a hobby that you don't have interest in, what's up? Hey Trey, what have you been playing? Whoa! Are you saying I'm forcing Trey, video games? I sometimes feel that way. I want you to. I want well, you to like, tell like, me you know, what you're playing, I, I, and we'll I, let the audience decide. I sometimes feel that way because it's like you know everyone's playing Call of Duty, and I just have no interest in Call of Duty. Like Saroy and and Monty are playing, and Saroy is going to do a Call of Duty tournament, and all my my Fiji bros are playing Call of Duty, and I'm just I tried it, 
but man, I just, <clears throat> maybe I need to like learn what to do, but I just, it's just, I just don't care for it. You okay, know? so we learned that Trey has not been playing Call of Duty. Go back to playing Hades. Um, I've been playing. What other a, games have you not been playing? Well, I did play a little bit of Resident Evil 4 with Alec VZ Show uh, on stream the other day, yesterday. And uh, we met the little, uh, the little uh, demon boy, you know? Were you doing with Salazar? Boys? Yeah, Salazar. I've been expecting you, my brother. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. We got, it. We, we got him on in, in on the podcast. Hey, how you doing, Salazar? <laughs> I I don't I don't remember exactly what quotes he said. Well, I don't know where you've been because unfortunately I couldn't catch that stream last night. So okay. I couldn't it catch short. the stream. I mean, it, I didn't really it, promote it, so yeah. it, it was cool. So I, I don't want to I don't want to take away the moments that you you have not seen. So I won't go okay. too crazy quoting him. It is a. <clears throat> I'm sorry. It's it's fun. Uh, I do like Resident Evil Four. I feel like because <clears throat> I was sort of spoiled in a way with <clears throat> playing one remake and two remake and three remake because those are like pretty much updated games. Even one remake, mm -hmm. and then <clears throat> went to Code Veronica and was just lost. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've um, not personally played Code Veronica, but uh, knowing your context for how you kind of got into the series, it did not surprise me at all that you just couldn't connect with it. Right. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I've just never played it. <clears throat> and, like, people who have played it can probably get into it easily. Um, I mean, VZ was, like, very highly talkative of uh, yeah. of Code Veronica when you were starting, but... No, and honestly, like, the little cutscenes and stuff, I could see why it's pretty highly well-regarded. It's pretty campy, pretty cheesy. You know, I'm sure it's it's a great ride. But, you know, it's just... I couldn't play it. <clears throat> 4, though, feels like... um, pretty modern, you know? There's a little bit of clunkiness that I kind of got over, but uh, it, it feels like a modern game play. It feels like... Uh, playing like Metal Gear Solid Three, in a way, you know, where it's sure. a little old, but it it you can you could still get it, you can get used to it. What I this is actually why I like playing Resident Evil Four on the GameCube the most because the way that game controls like makes so much sense when you're actually holding a GameCube controller. Because thing that's Easy to forget about Resident Evil 4. That game was originally a GameCube exclusive. <clears throat> I remember that E3 because it was like, hey, we heard you guys talking on the chat rooms about Wind Waker. Guess what? Tendo ain't just for kids anymore. We got Internal Darkness and Resident Evil 4. Yeah, so... Uh, no, you know what? I'm sorry. That wasn't the... It was Resident Evil Remake in Internal Darkness. Yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. Four Still, was though, part of that, yeah. like Capcom Five, <clears throat> right? But what I like about the GameCube version of RE4 is that, like, because they only had to design the game for that one controller, like seeing how all the buttons are laid out and just kind of how that game feels, it makes so mm -hmm. much sense for the GameCube controller. Mm -hmm. So, personally, that's why I still like playing on the GameCube version the most, despite the other console editions that came out later. But 
it's it's an absolutely phenomenal game. I think everyone should give it a shot at some point. Yeah, it's it's very fun. And um, <clears throat> I'm really liking it, and I'm excited to play Village after I play that. I still need to play Village. I I haven't installed. Yeah, and I just I I'm interested in playing it, but I just haven't had like that one moment where it's just clicked where I really want to play it yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of waiting on that one. Big uh, <clears throat> big vampire lady doesn't doesn't do it for you. Honestly, can I say a hot take? Uh-oh. Can I say a hot take? Uh oh. Super Games Cast 64 is going to get blasted for their guests uh-huh. with their hot take. Ooh. Okay, we're ready. You no, know, Vampire Lady, don't care. Doesn't do it for me. I, I'm honestly little less enjoyment of the game from Whoa. Big Vampire Lady. Mm. All right. Okay. That's uh, that's Chris the Fields. You can uh, tweet him at Chris the Fields. Please do. Uh, hit, give me the attention. Him. Bring yeah. the Twitter algorithm to me. He's a big... He's actually a big werewolf guy, so yes. that's why it doesn't do anything for him. <clears throat> right, he's big. He's big, he's into the uh, the new um, new shopkeeper, you know, the whatever his name is. Who's like, uh, what's ex- funny is that exploding out of his clothes. What's funny is that like big vampire lady is literally the I only know. thing I know about Resident Evil Eight. Oh like, yeah, I know nothing else. Yeah, about Trey was Evil. making that reference, and I was like, I don't know, dude. Well, they have a a you. gigantic baby man as uh, the shopkeeper. He's like, it, would a gigantic like baby man just be a child? No, he's a man, but he's just ginormous. What like, you call it? Him must be hard man. for him to move around at all. I literally cannot comment on what you're saying. Well, it's it's in the game. You'll you'll see. Okay. We'll and I hear that I hear the vampire lady is only in like a bit of it. Like she's not really the main focus. Uh, it's but just like, kind of like one of those things where it kind of got memed into existence like so hard that uh-huh. it it was almost a bit of a turnoff because of just how prevalent it was. Sure. I fully acknowledge that I'm not the target demographic for for vampire lady, but hey. It worked for Capcom. They did it so. for you. They're like, what would Krista Fields like? Vampire lady. I you like milk. It. Not not. I like milk, not big vampire mommy milkers. Well, they okay. got that a bit wrong. <laughs> well, that's that's fair. That's fair. No, I, I, I think like it, she just became like a it's like kind of crazy marketing. I don't think they really expected her to be as popular as she was. I mean, but good on them for really leaning into that when they realized what they had. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Uh, Anyway, let's see what else. Yeah, that's all I kind of been playing. I don't know. I, I've been, I've just been having a hard time. I don't know. So <clears throat> just being like productive. You know, this, this week, I feel like I've just been on my phone a lot, putting off stuff, you know, then sleeping i haven't really been productive and uh i haven't really played many even though there's games i want to play i just haven't felt like playing anything i mean that's happened that happens it's not unexpected sure you know i I, there's just a lot of um i feel like i play now i feel like like last year i just played like a ton of stuff from my backlog and i still have a lot of my backlog but i'm just yeah i could play that i could play that you know it's sort of you know I don't know. Anyway, what have you been playing, Connor? Well, 
Trey, if you've been following my progression on Twitter, you'll know that I finished uh, Uncharted 3 uh-huh. within the last two weeks. So did you so like I've it? So I started on... I did. I really, really enjoyed it, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm on to Uncharted 4. Nice. Which is absolutely wonderful. Glad I think you it's, love it. It's easily my favorite of the series so far, yeah. and I'm not even that far in. I'm probably an hour and a half in. It, it's but my favorite of the it series. It is. It's beautiful looking. It mm-hmm. feels like the controls, they fr- they've really fine-tuned them in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and the character models are really cool. It's it's a very modern game, which makes sense because it's next-gen. The other three were uh, remakes PS3, or yeah. remasters of the... Yeah, they're the just PS3 they're just games and this one yeah they're just uprezzed or whatever remasters this one feels like it was developed for a PlayStation 4 yeah both visually and gameplay wise mm. and it's really fun I'm really really enjoying it um yeah I'm it's glad like you're the same praise it. I had for the other three yeah I'm glad you're enjoying I, I, it's my favorite one it's the most emotional one I feel like without being uh too it's emotional but it's not it's not kind of betraying what you expect from the series uh you know it's not gonna pull any like big um it's not gonna you know do anything you wouldn't expect from sort of that genre but it is still very emotional i feel like and it kind of explores nathan drake a little more it explores that character kind of the idea that he is a a mass murderer uh no it does that a little bit but not it not too much. Uh yeah, it's it's a great game. I it's a beautiful looking game. I want to go back and replay it. Uh I'm very close to getting the platinum on that. I think it's just like some multiplayer stuff and um I think beating it on crushing. I have to do that. Uh so what part do you think is my favorite part in 3? Um knowing is it a part me I've already gotten to in, in in three, you said you beat three. Oh, in three, yeah. Uh, man, I'm gonna assume it's the cargo plane stuff. Uh, it's after the cargo plane, where he's uh in the desert. Was it one? Was it wandering around the desert? Yeah, I love that. I, that was so. And and now this was a game I I I've told, talked about my dark period, and this is a uh, one of the games I played. I mean, I played those games very early in that period of getting back into video games. And so like, that was really cool for me playing that back then. Did you, you know? play the uncharted games sequentially? One, two, three yeah. at that time. Or? Yeah. I did. Okay. Yeah. And I, I played them pretty a while ago. <clears throat> and so like, yeah, that was a big, uh, a big thing. And it was one of those like, Oh, is this a cutscene? Oh no, I'm I'm just walking here. Okay, this is awesome. And then the camera moves, and you hear that poem, uh, you know. And then it, it was a, just a cool sequence. And I guess at the time I thought it was really awesome, you know. Now, now I've been told it's not that great, and I shouldn't like Uncharted, right, Chris? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've definitely been told that. I've been uh, told that. Yeah. I I as someone who's probably been that guy. Whether I was being ironic or not, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily a very healthy stance to be like, uh-huh. oh, Uncharted. But uh, I think they're fine games. I 
I don't think I can ever really replay them. I think mm-hmm. they're kind of the most interesting at that first playthrough. Sure. Um, but otherwise, I think they're finely made, well-polished games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. What's kind of the argument against them, Chris, if you can remind me? It's sort of like it's a little too, like, typical AAA game. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like this lowest common denominator kind of made to appeal to the most amount of people possible mm-hmm. uh, with its story and characters and gameplay. It doesn't have a whole lot of uniqueness that really makes it its own thing. Uh, See, that's at least which is the, an interesting. I don't that's at least the that. argument yeah. I perceive. Right. Um I, but, I think that's interesting because when I think of games to appeal to the quote lowest common denominator, I think of things like Madden or Call of Duty, uh, Fortnite, you know, yeah, same NBA here. 2K, Call of Duty, stuff like that. So I could see that it's kind of its flavor is like salt and pepper. Like it's not like crazy out there or doing right. like that's honestly like probably the games. best way to describe it. I would say it's maybe the best meal you can cook with only salt and pepper. But yeah, I could see where it's like, it's not doing anything like crazy unique. It's not doing anything like really out there or a concept that's really wild or hard to wrap your head around, but it's well made for what it is. Mm -hmm. It's like the next step from being, it's not Call of Duty level of, um, you know, mass market, but it's maybe not a, maybe not i don't know outer wilds right it's it's not to that level of uniqueness or i don't yeah, know it's, yeah it's it's not some high concept it's not game. dark yeah, souls no, i'm with you <laughs> yeah it's no not high souls. concept yeah. no it's but just I, like I still hey enjoy it's guys it. I, I, and i like the um and i've also heard the argument that like i think i saw someone's video or someone said uh uncharted people who call uncharted the uncharted games cinematic aren't fans of film I found that kind of stupid. Like, yeah, right. they're pretty cinematic. I don't know. I did a whole video on them. So. Look, man, I think they're fun, but I can also see how someone someone who is into more conceptual mm-hmm. and or like uh, creative ideal idea, creative idea games. Um, no I could see how night. someone would look at that and be like, right. Yeah. It's no wonder I just I could see someone looking at that and being like, nah, this isn't really for me, which is cool. I mean, I but, get it. I also really like those conceptual games, but yeah, I just I think too. this one's very well made mm-hmm. and enjoyable. And yeah. hey, you should never let someone's like opinion of uh game sucks actually. If you enjoy it, you enjoy it. That's mm-hmm. the simple truth to it. Yeah, I've never apologized for liking Uncharted, you know. I mean and and I take I take uh the criticisms you know, and I, I listen to it, and I, I see where they come from, but I still enjoy the games a lot. You I know? mean, that's that's just healthy discussion at that point is <laughs> yeah, acknowledging exactly. that there are criticisms to be had. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it can get a little game, repetitive. Future segment idea tray. Yeah, let's do future it. segment idea tray. We should do uh, games that you like that may be like critically not great or like uh, things that like other. You see, well, like the, the Uncharted are critically great. Thought on like. But I think there's You're right. A... Sorry. I mean like game game mob just in sure. general. Like game overall, mob's good. Yeah. game people are like 
No, this is not a good game. Because I would right. be interested to see what that list looks like for you and even for Chris or Austin or myself, to be honest with you. Yeah. What what's other games like that, Chris? Like I know uh Bioshock Infinite has kind of gotten that back. This guy, I literally just said maybe we do a future segment, and he's like, Well, what if we did it now? <laughs> uh, all right, forget it. We'll do a future segment. All right, fine. Uh anything else you've been playing, Connor? No, that's what I've been playing, Trey. All right, let's do the news since uh, Austin is not here. Chris, you want to do the news song? Okay, sure. What should we what what uh theme what what song should we have Chris sing it to? Uh The Song of Storms? Okay. 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 It's time for the news. It's time for the news we got stories and articles it's the news it's the news it's the freaking news here today on super games cast 64 it's the news it's the news i'm gonna hear some stories about the storms of news that was the best one ever that was awesome that was great. awesome <clears throat> yeah that yes. was great completely off the cuff first take it's best one we've ever done. Dude, that's what I always say about Chris the Fields. I call him First Take Fields. First Take Fields. I do too. You, now. You would not you would not say that if you heard the raw recordings of my voiceover for the videos I do. Hmm, I don't know. It actually took him five gallons of milk to do that chocolate milk is Dark Souls <laughs> yeah. video. Well, that's not the one he chugged, but yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about recording like voiceovers is it. I just flub up on the stupidest little lines. It, I could be like, the line is like, the game is really good. And I could be like, the game is really, the game is really, the game is, the game is really good. I do. So I do voiceover work for my, for my job, like for my company. And uh, yeah, I'll get stuck on like the word, like I'll just, my brain will read too fast and I'll be like two words ahead and I'll try to read two words at once and just like smash them together. It's fun. Absolutely. Reading's fun. Firefly in the sky. I wish I could fly as high. Take a look. It's in a book. It's reading Rainbow. Trey, breaking news. <clears throat> Let's hear it. Uh April O'Neill has been revealed as a fighter for Nickelodeon's All-Star Brawl. Your what? thoughts go. What? Wait, for what? The Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl? What? Why not one of the turtles, huh? Well, there are the turtles in the game already, right? There are? The turtles have already been announced. Yes. Uh, No, I'm not interested because I don't like females in my games. Woke. And that's the clip. Take it out. (laughs) Woke. Dude, I was on the the Gamescast uh, Twitch feed, and every time a female would be on screen, I would look over to the chat. And it was just the worst, the worst comments. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. <laughs> well, Trey, do you, were people just as angry about the fact that she's fighting an abomination and cat dog? Uh, cat I, dogs in the game as well. I don't think anyone said anything about cat dog. You know, that is a cat and a dog okay. that are combined into one. That That's should true. should have so, more scorn for that than April and the April. It's so natural. I don't like it. Cat and dog cannot play together. Cat, how does cat dog go to the bathroom? Huh? 
Oh, no, go ahead. I'll How does cat dog go to one. the bathroom? Chris? Uh, I imagine by going to the toilet and uh, doing its business. Yeah, but do they have separate bladders? Are you st- do your sex, hey, man. Right? Do your I, I don't invade on cat dog's privacy when they. Well, need I to need do to their know their... how did cat dog become cat dog. Well, maybe you could do I some field research and find out. Sandwich and a soda. Some Chris the Fields research. That's Sorry. good. That's good. That's good. That's some good comedy right there. <laughs> that's that's funny. And what about airplane? Yeah, you a... never did a thing about airplane yeah, food. Hey, you know that? I'll take a I'll take a coke and I'll take a rum and coke, uh-huh. please. And uh, go ahead. No, keep doing your comedy. <laughs> How does cat dog poop? That's what I want to know. This guy's really funny. I saw him last week. It, this is he doesn't have a butt. Just wait. He doesn't have just a butt. He gets it. He gets into Doug in just a second. Hey, Doug has so many of the same damn shirts. What if it's cold out, Doug? Do you have wear a jacket? This is this is the one. Hey, Doug. Okay, we're done. All right, I don't know. We're done with this bit. Uh, Trey, they're renaming McCree from Overwatch. Woke, man. Woke. Just woke. Cancel culture. That's what I say. Chris, have you been following this story, the Blizzard story? Uh, Well, this just came out. Well, I, I've been following the Blizzard story, not necessarily out of choice, but just because it's so it's there. prevalent. It's mm-hmm. it's everywhere. It's you, just you can't so escape much. it if you want it. <laughs> but, uh, so, on the subject of changing the name of, I guess, the formerly named McCree, uh, I, I'm not, I'm on two minds about this. Uh, maybe a little indecisive. Like, I think, I understand absolutely why they're changing the name. Uh, because obviously the real McCree that character is named off of apparently not a good person, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if renaming a character is maybe necessary or, or the needed thing to do. I think that energy should be put into actually fixing those problems with the company instead of renaming yeah. character. But also I-, I don't care that much about overwatch, like do whatever you want with the character. It's not my sure. character, but <clears throat> No, I'm I'm with you there. That's how I feel about a lot of things. Like, you know, when they, uh, I don't know. It, it's like these little things that people get up in arms about. And it's like, okay, whatever. Maybe they could put their focus on the actual issue at hand, you know? Yeah, I, I, I see you there. But it's like, who cares, too, you know? And I, I, I think I'm with you on that whole bit right there. But know? also, I... I wonder if it's even going to be that effective because Overwatch has been out for like, what, five years now? We've had five years yeah. to get used to calling him McCree. Mm-hmm. What are you going to change it to that's going to, like, capture us, I guess? Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird they decided to call him Pol Pot, so that's an is, odd Is that a, is that the decision. new name? Uh, no. No, that's a dictator. <laughs> okay. It's a dictator okay. name. They are, um, I think, I think what the options are is uh, Dahmer is one. They want to call him Jeffrey Dahmer yeah, or believe... Ted they're Bundy. They're actually going to leave his first. They're going to leave his first name. Yeah, Ted Bundy is actually a finalist, which is odd. Yeah, Ted what, Bundy. It's weird. What if what if it's Bundy, but it's like B U N D E E. That so sure. it's not that McCree, it's but it's the Bundy. Yeah. Fine then, Bundy. Ted Bundy. 
It's perfect. Let's see. Like His it. name is what? Jesse McCree? So what can we change it to? Uh, uh, Jorsey McCray. Jesse Chadunda. Right, Chris? Okay. I like that. I do understand that. Yes. You get it. Uh, Justin McCraw. Or how about McGruff? Scruff McGruff. Okay, there we go. The crime fighting Scruff uh, McGruff. Dog, yeah. He, everyone loves him. He hasn't done anything bad. It's a good name. He has like, not sexually harassed anyone that I'm aware of. No. <laughs> not anyone yet. Hey, Trey. Yeah. Hey, Trey. What's up? Are you uh, gonna be? Are you gonna be participating in the uh, the Twitch boycott? Yeah. All right. Talk about this. Uh, when is it? September first. September one. Okay. September first. That's a Wednesday. I hope Soroy's streaming so I could call his ass out. Say, hey man, uh, it's the day we're not supposed to stream. Uh, call just out. so people are aware of what this boycott is about. Yeah, please. In case do. you have not heard. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of minority groups, uh, I, I think specifically like black streamers and uh, LGBT, LGBTQ streamers mm -hmm. have been facing a lot of targeted harassment. Yeah, from, I've heard uh, about that. Yeah. Uh, like, from like certain content creators. Like they're like uh, getting raids, but they're not friendly raids. They're, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I don't know the full scope of the story, uh -huh. from, but... The boycott is just for Twitch to recognize that there is an issue and that content creators should feel safe on their platform. Okay. Okay. So I will not be streaming on that Wednesday. It's also based around the hashtag uh, Twitch, Twitch do better is basically what people are rallying. Around. Okay. No, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a good idea. You should not stream that day. Uh, did you also day. hear though? Did you also yeah. hear that Twitch is is doing their, of course, annual September where I you saw get that. discounted prices? Uh, it'll be starting a on September second for some reason. I don't know who told them that the month started on the on the second, but hey. Well, I guess are they recognizing the September first thing? It's it's them recognizing it without directly acknowledging it. Okay, that's kind of cool. It's cool. not cool. It's not, not cool. cool. Not, all right, not cool. not cool. Not cool at all. I don't know. I don't know. Wrong opinion. Wrong, wrong opinion. Not cool. Uncool. That's not cool, guys. Not cool. You should. No, yeah, they should probably just recognize it all together. I mean, and do something about fix, it. Right, right, right. They, they should, they should fix, fix that issue. And right. hey, I wasn't if you thinking. fix that issue, people will gladly spend money right. on Twitch on September 1st. Sorry, but, I was thinking of my next joke. I was not thinking of the <laughs> the ramifications of that. Yeah, no, that's uh so, they should probably just it's like any of these issues, you know, they just I don't get why they don't just face the issue issue, you know, face face front, face forward. The unfortunate reality is that evil people also spend money on Twitch too. And Yeah. You can't just cut out that revenue stream as Weird well, if they're harassing that people, that should be against their policies, that right? That absolutely should be, but humanity is a very weird specimen, mm -hmm. and I don't understand how humanity works. I don't either. Because, like, because so, if you're sending people... According to a Washington Post article... Yeah, go ahead. 
Oh, I was just going to say before you got to that, according to a recent Washington Post article, uh, Twitch streamers have said that the uh, issue has been exacerbated in the past few months uh, because the platform expanded its tag list uh, to include 350 tags classified by gender, sexual orientation, race, race, nationality, ability, mental health, and more to allow creators to more easily find a community. But it's also made it easier for people who want to mm. go raid people to find them as well. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, because you see those tags like LGBT stream and uh yeah and so people could just find those tags and be like okay we're taking out this guy today and just send all their followers okay i see <clears throat> yeah i don't know how what you do in that case because that's you know they're they're using something good for evil i i mean i guess i, I i'm not twitch i don't know how you would but i guess the first step would be to actually start cracking down on these people who are right. doing targeted harassment right I feel like that's at least step one. Those people can't have that many followers. It's not going to hurt them to like get those people out of there, right? The people I, that are doing that. I guess I don't know the size of the of the raiders of right. who comes into those chats, so I, I can't say for specifics how much. I mean, you you hope they don't have that many people watching. You, you would know, hope, yeah. but also you really can't hope with the right with the gamers on the internet right. these days. Right. So no rating should I, be an awesome thing. Like it's I mean, always fun when rating, you get a grade. Rating and, is amazing, yeah. but not for this purpose. No. No, thank you rating for uh, clarifying Trey the whole Mitchell. Thing, Chris. Yeah. So so just to kind of recap that story because uh, we did kind of derail it. Uh, September first, uh, Twitch wide boycott will be happening. So mm -hmm. if you can, please do not watch streamers. Please oh, do not, not watch stream, stream at all day. either. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Cool. I won't do that. Don't be on don't be on stream. Don't maybe maybe if you if you were gonna give money to a Twitch Prime, maybe consider donating that money through PayPal instead. You won't get the subs, but you'll still support those creators. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. Got, you. Th got anything else, Connor? I know we have a bunch. Oh, we have three more things. Okay. One of them's big. Have you guys heard of Gamescom? This is, uh, this is a small little thing that's I, happening right now. I did. It's the it's supposed to be the big conference now, not E3, because everyone gathers in uh everyone gathers in Germany. But uh, it was not live this year. You had Jeff Keeley doing it uh, remotely. The presentation. Why'd you pronounce his name weird? Geoff Keeley. There we go. That's G E O F F. And Absolutely. it's nightly. Spelled nightly. Geoff nightly. Well, let's uh let me hit you with some of the big news from Gamescom so far. Uh as we're recording this, this is Thursday, August twenty-sixth. So there is still Friday uh to go. Mm -hmm. So that obviously hasn't happened yet. Uh and also they're way ahead of us in terms of time because they're in Germany. Figure that out. I don't know how to do that. Math is hard. Math is hard. So math is hard. Uh but so far. We got the Halo Infinite release date has been revealed. That will be December 8th, 2021. Damn. Were you That's, expecting it to be that fast? Uh, No, I was expecting I, it to be next year sometime. I, I was actually expecting maybe a little earlier. I thought it was going to be November, but honestly makes sense for December. Yeah, they need it soon. They that's, that's why I thought it was going to be in November. It's not because 
that's when the game will necessarily be ready, but they just need it out there. Yeah. That that uh, <clears throat> uh Halo Xbox looks awesome, and I kind of want it. Kind of want it. Don't get sucked in, Trey. Kind of want that. No, looks you really don't cold. need it. Looks cool. Yeah, but you don't. You don't need it. Looks like a big old Halo box. I want it. Well, let's move on so you don't keep thinking about it. Okay. Austin's gonna be excited. Uh, Austin, is big Halo guy. Excited. Yeah. Hey, the multiplayer's free. Maybe I'll try it out. You know. Yeah. Game Pass, man. Always a strong point of Halo games. I mean, Game Pass. It's on Game Pass, so you could play it for free. Or, or f- well. For free with the purchases you you make for Game right. Pass, obviously. Yeah. But otherwise, only a dollar for your first month sign up. There you go. First taste. Play free. Psychonauts too. Yeah. Uh, we get a reveal trailer for a game from Firaxis. Um, it's a Marvel XCOM game called Marvel's Midnight Suns. Thoughts? Uh, have not even heard about this, so. Granted, I've heard, I haven't heard a lot about the Gamescom announcements, so this is probably my first time hearing about most of them. San- sounds like uh, a neat idea. Marvel uh, has so many characters you... where a tactics game, played. I think, lends itself just really well to that format. Have you guys, either of you guys played a bunch of XCOM? I have not. I know, Chris, you have, right? Uh, I've played, I, I wouldn't say a good chunk of the, of mm-hmm. the 2014 game. Mm-hmm. It, it okay. it's called XCOM, but it's like the one from like last generation. I've played that one, and that's the only XCOM game I've played. I was given XCOM two by a friend, mm-hmm. and uh, I was I promised to stream that. Gotcha. So this one, uh, it's looks a lot like XCOM. The reveal trailer, um, it looks super cool. Uh, it's going to feature like Iron Man, Wolverine, Captain America, Captain Marvel. Those are in the. Uh, in the trailer, we also can see. Hold, please. Uh, why can I not think of the guy that's on the bike? What's the movie Nicolas Cage was in? Where he played a soldier <laughs> tray. Ghost uh, Rider. Pundit, Ghost Rider. Ghost yeah. Rider's in here as well. So, if you like XCOM and or Marvel characters, uh, or for Axis for that mo- that matter, then uh, this looks like it'll be fun. Uh, Is Fratis the the people who make the new XCOM games? Do you know? I believe so. Let me check. I was like 90% sure, but now that you've asked me, I'm uh, scared that I'm wrong. I believe, Austin could tell me if I was right or not, Firaxis also does the ports of Civ to the Switch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, they do XCOM. Got it. Okay, so I have a little more confidence in that now than I did five minutes ago. Yes, Firaxis Games is best known for developing Civilization and XCOM. So there you go. So that'll probably be pretty good. Uh, we're getting new Saints Row, February 2022. I have uh, Saints Row 3, I think, downloaded on Switch. I've not played them, though. I know they're like, like more off-the-wall Grand Theft Auto games. Uh, Chris, have you yeah. played them? Chris, did you ever play any? I, I've not played them. Uh, I, I admittedly never had a whole lot of interest in them, but I wouldn't mind trying it out if I had the chance. Mm-hmm. I think one of them is on Game Pass? I don't know. But... Uh, so I played 3 and 4. Um, 3 is the one 
that is like uh is basically gta um you there is a character uh voice just called nolan north where it's oh. just nolan north yeah. in character <laughs> Um, there's another uh, maybe that is four actually but one of either three or four has just nolan north as a voice and it's mm-hmm. just nolan north playing himself it's good it's fine um, that's, that's the funny. fourth the fourth one i believe you play as like the president but also you're in like a uh matrix basically you're like in the matrix mm-hmm. kind of they are just like kind of wild and wacky they're yeah. fun though dude like they're really really fun they're like uh even more hyped up uh, GTA. Yeah, this was actually, I think, probably the most surprising announcement to come out of this, at least from what I've heard so far. See, uh, I, I, for some reason, I was hearing about that though, that yeah. they're gonna announce something about Saints. It's Row. just been, it's been just such a long while since Saints Row Four. I can't remember how long exactly, but I think I feel like Saints Four. <laughs> Or Saints Row Four came out when I was still in high school. So yeah, it it's came been out a while. good while. I, think I had just started college. I'll look right now. I think the it, other thing is Saints Row Four. Oh, sorry, Trey, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I remember it like when I was uh, starting to get back into video games. It being like talked about. So yeah, Saints Row Four is a 2013 ago. game. Yeah, that's about right. Damn. Well, it's interesting because Saints Row Four pretty much took the game as far as you could go. Because you were like in that matrixy kind of thing, like you yeah. just get superpowers. I so think it's interesting. To it's see. not the same character, right? It's it's a whole new gang. That was another game where there was a lot of comments because, you know, it's not all of them are white dudes, so it's definitely uh, woke, right? That we don't have uh, just white dudes. Uh, a lot of comments uh, on the Twitch. So, yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty different. It looked. It, it, it looked kind of like Watch Dogs almost, that trailer what? at least showed. So did it actually have like gameplay shown, or was it just those just CGI a, concepts? Just a CGI trailer. Okay. Which I am starting to get a little annoyed by, you know? Uh, just the pure CGI tr- trailer. I, I do kind of want to see gameplay now a little bit more, even if it's just a little bit. You know, I I don't know. I, I am starting to get a little tired of the CGI There's only- trailer. There's only so much you can really like use a CG trailer for. Right. But CG trailers are really good for like showing off what the concept of your world is and, yes. and getting you kind of hooked. But like you can show as many cra- crazy cool ideas in your CG trailer as you want, but how is that going to all make sense with gameplay? And usually right. if those kinds of trailers are accompanied by a gameplay trailer right after that contextualizes all those things you see in the trailer, I think that's a really good combo, but yeah. you got to be immediate on that. Right. Otherwise, it's nothing. Otherwise, you have uh, <clears throat> Beyond Good and Evil 2, where it's just nothing. And you'll never see that game. Well, I, I think kind of like a more interesting example of that is like the game Contraband that uh, Microsoft showed off at E3 this year, which was mm-hmm. just the CGI concept trailer. And it's like, open world co-op action RPG or something. It's like that could describe literally any game. Yeah. You've told me nothing about this game. Right. Right. So I I think that's a bit more uh, kind of the issue you have, Trey. Mm -hmm. I think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is an entirely separate. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably a bad, that was a bad example. No, I'm not saying that's a wrong 
But I think I think it kind of works for Beyond Good and Evil too because it was like a sequel that was so long in the making. Right. Also, everything else surrounding Beyond Good and Evil two discussion could just take up another podcast right. in terms of how long we could talk about it. Yeah, it's cr- it's weird. It's so weird. Um. <clears throat> all right. Uh, yeah. Horizon. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah, that's Horizon. Right. We're talking about Games West. Oh yeah, Horizon. It's, uh, release date for that 2022 in feb i can't wait i love the first one i i want to play the second one i'm down for that another playstation 5 i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of desire for the second horizon but then again i guess i didn't have a whole lot of desire for the first one either what came out right when breath of the wild did that is like true uh, that was a factor yeah because like i definitely three days even yeah it, it was like really close and because i definitely uh started horizon played breath of the wild and picked uh horizon back up you know yeah so that's why i waited i waited on horizon when i was like 30 bucks or whatever and yeah uh i de- definitely did not regret it because i enjoyed playing that game a lot but it was a really good science fiction story too i think they told mm-hmm. a really cool sci-fi story that we've we've talked about on this podcast before connor <clears throat> get Connor play Horizon this year, right? We have. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Trey, we've got to keep going though. Okay. Lego Star Wars: The Sa- The Skywalker Saga. Trey, you loved all three of those games, or all those three of those movies. Are you going to play the game? <sighs> no, I, I didn't love all three of those movies. You I think them. the third one ruined Star Wars for me forever. It's all you talked about for days. I'm not a big Star Wars guy. What a lie. You're creaming your jeans over the Star Wars anime. No. No. If you like Star Wars, think... cool. I'm just, it's not my thing. Not my bag. I get pissed when people tag me on Star okay. Wars shit. Like, I'm the Star Wars. No. Get that shit away from me. Do people actually tag you on Star Wars Um, <clears throat> I've been tagged before on, like, a Star Wars thing, thinking that, hey, I like video games and nerdy shit. I must like Star Wars. And like, no, bruh, that ain't me. I like Star Wars. Like, I, I like the original movies. I like some of the shit with the, the but sequels. But you just said you didn't like Star Wars. I, hmm. I'm not like a humongous fan, though. That's not my personality. Like some people's. Made it their personality. Death Stranding Director's <laughs> Cut. You're going to get new items, it's new features, and too long. missions. Why do we a need a Director's Cut? We could use a jetpack. Well, Trey, there was a lot left on the cutting room floor when he was yeah. making the game, so now we have to add it back in. Yeah. Man, I don't know if I could stream that game again. I might try to play it again. I don't know if I could stream it again. It was fun just talking, but like, I don't know what... It, maybe it was just the time between. It just I was just dreading playing it. Like on stream, and it might just be something. Well, where I speaking play by of myself, dreading playing, you know, I don't know. Forza Horizon Five. Yeah, <laughs> All right. I'm not a big racing Next. fan. Uh, Dying Light Two. That's supposed Are to be really good. That Trey? game's been in the oven for a while. That game's supposed yeah. to be uh really great. I mean, I hear this... Dying Light One's pretty good. It's one of those games where it's been in development for so long that I am surprised when I hear it's, it's yeah, still being developed. Definitely. And that yeah, might be but people COVID. Spoke, 
yeah I, I mean sure absolutely but i mean i think it's been in development for a long time though like, it has it has can't remember can't remember people speak highly of the first one though uh, so yeah. this is a cool cool for those people i suppose it's like a parkour Xbox zombie Cloud game gaming, coming to the oh go ahead Trey. no it's a parkour zombie game connor i'm out okay out happy for you xbox cloud gaming coming to xbox series x and s and xbox one holiday 2021 <clears throat> so Ooh. that just means you can play new gen games on your old consoles right well yes. it, it you said it's coming to the series x and one x right no series x and s and xbox one yeah oh okay so xbox one meaning all xbox ones okay Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and in nostalgia that no one cares about, uh, Teenage Ghost Mutant Busters? Ninja Turtles, oh, Ninja Shredder's Turtles Revenge. Revenge. That was my second guess. The same thing. Not really. I, turtles are a little... <clears throat> I like... I don't know. I think the turtles are a little bit... Have a little bit more. But uh, Ghostbusters and Ninja Turtles are like that. It, it's like late... It's uh, old millennial stuff. Or... Late Gen X stuff. I just like, don't have an interest in. It's a great one-two punch to make me not interested in talking to you. It like giant bomb. Like those guys are like in their forties and they talk about Ghostbusters and TMNT a lot. It's like people who are now forty talk about that stuff a lot. If you if you look at me, me and tell being me a that young you really hip like thirty-three year old, no interest. If you start to have a conversation about team and T with me i will mm-hmm. leave okay i don't care i don't care what turtle you are i don't care about michelangelo okay uh connor is definitely Raphael. cool but rude cool but rude so you know? what i'm getting is uh for a bunch of guys who have no interest in teenage mutant turtles we got a lot of discussion on teenage mutant Ninja we turtles. did we did talk about the turtles a lot today uh, I don't mind the turtles. Then, like I don't hate the turtles. We're not I'm all having about a pizza and having Ninja a fun turtles time. conversation. Stop. I'm all about pizza and having a fun time. Stop it. Having cool moves. Amazon's New World beta opened up. It's going to open September 9th through 12th. Can I be a turtle? Are you in excited this beta? for this? Okay, we're done. Trey, I need you to be serious for a second because okay. Fortnite's going to let you uh, watch the "I Have a Dream" speech. Oh. <clears throat> So, so what? Can we get a little serious? Can we get serious, please? I'm very serious. It sounds like you're not taking this seriously. I'm I just want to know about the turtles, but okay. We can talk about Fortnite. Well, well, yeah, you can talk about the turtles all you want. I'm trying to talk about history, Trey. Okay. Something we can all learn from. Okay. Now, when you think educational... What game pops in your head? Uh, Mario teaches typing. Yeah, uh, Mario good one. teaches math. Blaster That's the Pals. second game. Math Blaster. That's the Blaster Pals. Ooh, Math That's Blaster's right. good. Fortnite. Fortnite is. Fortnite you know what? Is honestly, honestly, I would say Assassin's Creed. And they actually uh, do. I think in like the last couple, they do have a. Yeah, this. They have a a uh, thing for teachers. That's like it's like not yeah, combat. This is it's close just, to that actually. This is what I thought when I read this story. Yeah. Is that 
the Assassin's Creed that was in Egypt did have a mode where you could just walk around Egypt. Now, like that's a little Egypt. more in good taste than maybe. I don't know what this is actually. I, well, let me uh, let me hit you with a couple things. So, number one, uh, Doctor Martin Luther King's Jr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s famous "I Have a Dream" speech is now viewable in a Fortnite exhibit. I'm insane after reading that. Yeah, I want to yeah. get that clear. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number one, the interactive exhibit will be done in Fortnite. You can dive into the March Through Time experience by finding the link on the Discover menu or inputting a special code. From there, you're able to watch the speech. And then you can explore the in-game museum or work together in cooperative mini games. Is this before or <clears throat> after you uh, play the ripoff of Among Us? Uh, this is uh, instead of. Okay. So, thoughts on this. I would like for you to break down your thoughts on MLK and Fortnite. Chris, this is obviously a very weird story. Like I, I'm not sure what to really make of it. Uh, I don't think it's a like a bad thing. I I think at the very least, if it gets more people interested in the history of the civil rights movement and gets them tangentially interested in learning about that stuff, especially because our, our the United States in particular could really use a lot of knowledge about that time. Uh-huh. Uh, also, Texas is I, picking I, it out of their curriculum. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Were and you so unaware of that, Chris? I was not aware of the Texas curriculum, but... Yep. Yeah. So, for, for like, reasons like that, especially, because you really can't say what the public school system is teaching uh, kids nowadays. Or like how how much that's being received. Bottom line, bottom line, I think this is a good thing because hey, it gets it gets that story, gets that part of our history out there more. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Fortnite's the avenue to do it. We yeah, like Fortnite. Well, like, we like Fortnite. That's because a lot of kids play Fortnite, right? Yeah. And like, here's the thing: like, would this be different if it was Minecraft? It would be weirder if it was Minecraft. I, but like Minecraft, it's like, oh yeah, that's already kind of creative. It it stimulates your creativity. If they did some kind of museum thing in Minecraft, I don't know how they would do it, but th that would be kind of neat. I think Fortnite is just and like and this is in their like creative mode. Like they have that mode where it's non-combat, right? It's just weird. Like it's and I I agree with Chris. I think it is net positive. If kids are playing this, and it is you know playing this game, and they can do these kind of weird things, and they can learn about history, that's good. I think it, I think that is a net positive. I just think it's it's just at first glance it's weird, and you know Fortnite's sort of a a, a punchline, and so that's weird. And Fortnite, you know, has been sort of the uh, we'll just uh, advertise your brand, right, or we'll. We don't want anyone playing any other game, so we'll just rip off your game. It, it just—I don't know. It's—it's it's weird, and I don't. Yeah, I don't like was, Fortnite. It's but... even weirder that they're gonna have a a mode where you can fight Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And I don't think the, that's like... the mode. I don't think that's oh. the mode. My bad. 
Chris. Uh, Maybe I was I was reading a different one. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's, okay, it's fine. No, I think honestly, After, it is. Yeah. It's fine. It's just going where people are at and showing them like, hey, sure. this is a cool. This is a thing. It's also not something that anyone has to do unless you click on the link or put in the code to get there. Yeah. Um, it's cool that it's there. I don't know how many people will use it, and I don't know how many people will really get a lot from it. But the fact that it's there and like some people are going to get something from it uh, is totally worth it, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, unfortunately, like if you read the comments on like the stories that like publish this article, like comments are probably about what you'd expect the comments <laughs> yeah. for this kind of story to be. It's like, yeah. why are you trying to infect education in my Fortnite? It's like, but I mean, like yeah, we we've said it that I we think this is a good thing overall, but it's just strange. Just yeah, and strange. Kind of a punchline. Yeah, and I agree with you, Connor. That it, I don't know how well this is going to be received in this format. The fact that it's there is cool, though. You know, like yeah. that's that's fine. I think that's that's honestly how I feel about it. If, like, if it's, it's cool not it's there, if it's not like really being forced in i i suppose that that's the best compromise you could really come up with mm-hmm. yeah like they didn't just put the the museum the in-game museum on every island mm-hmm. that you drop onto i don't even know how that i don't even know how that works within the game but yeah, I well i like we were bringing up that assassin's creed like explore mode or, it's or like whatever an exploring it was. thing like, yeah, uh, yeah i mean i imagine it functions sort of like that but just yeah. in the Fortnite engine yeah man you remember when that was like a tower defense zombie game that austin paid money for yes. yeah austin bought physically paid money for and then they stole someone's idea it became the biggest thing ever and then they're trying to steal other people's ideas it's great hey troy speaking of the biggest thing ever yeah there's actually no segue. No, I'm not here. That's all joke. the news. I'm not going to make a joke. But I want to end it. Can I? Can I, I end? end pod- can I do one thing here? Uh, I mean, we got yes, so it's your show. 2022. The beginning of 2022 is pretty going to be pretty packed with video games. If you're feeling a little light right now, uh, 2022 is going to be wild because we got Elden Ring coming out. Beginning of 2022, we got Ghostwire Tokyo. We got Horizon Forbidden West, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Nobody Saves the World, Rainbow Six Extraction, Saints Row, Salt and Sacrifice, Sifu and Stray coming out uh, beginning of 2022. Is, is Sifu related to Waifu or no? No, I don't uh, think so. I, I think it's supposed to be pronounced Sifu or something like that. Sifu? Uh, from what I understand, it's a, like a martial arts game where oh, not sort of like Tekken, <clears throat> okay. where you where each like button's a limb and you mm-hmm. can like create your own like fighting it's style like based on which limbs you use. That's cool. So it's, I mean, it's like Quop. I mean, Quop's I guess fun. sure. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Connor, go go ahead. Well. Uh, we've run a little long, so I was just going to do the uh, the Twitter questions, and we can we can call this one for the okay. day. Yeah, we had a game, but I guess we're we've gone over. So if you want to do the Twitter questions, you can. I would love to do the Twitter questions, yeah. and then I have to follow up 
every week with uh, wrestling signs that are very video game related. Okay. All right. So, uh, number one, C Breezy ninety one says, uh, Trey, do you stand when you poop? No, I think that would be very cumbersome and difficult, and you wouldn't want to do that because you might get a little drippage on your leggy. I, little poop I wonder if he's saying, like, do you squat over the toilet? No, I, I sit on that toilet and I poop. Even in public? Yeah. I don't care. All right. What's going to be Do you on make there? a little nest? Are you nest guy? Do you no, not anymore. Down? I used to be, but I just say F it now. I don't like going gross places, but if I'm, if I'm just like in a public place, I don't care. Chris, how about you? Chris? Uh-oh. He refuses to answer. Chris? Chris? He's dead. Hold on. He said hold on. All right. He's dead. <clears throat> you think he might be dead. Or he just doesn't want to be on us anymore. That's true. Um, Chris? I don't know, man. He's head- I don't want to try. Chris? Hello? Hello? Chris? Hello. We okay. got you. My mic, my mic disconnects sometimes. It's all so. good. Sorry what's your that. What's your answer? You we thought you were just... Laying out on us. Yeah, I I cannot discount the possibility that I've never stood up and pooped at the same time. Uh, mm-hmm. However, it is a very uncommon occurrence. I, I cannot answer that I have, in fact, pooped while standing up. Do you do the uh, do you do the little nest when you poop? With toilet paper. It depends. It depends where I'm at. If okay. it feels like just a really seedy bathroom, I'll do it. But yeah. most of the time, I don't care. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. That's a good call. Uh, Perry Dactyl Show says, uh, "When's Chris the Field streaming XCOM?" Yeah, Chris. Look well, at that. That's a tie into something we talked about. That today. is a tie. Well, I can tell you when I'm not streaming XCOM. September first. Exactly. I don't know. No one is streaming September one. Don't even go on Twitch. Please do not. Uninstall the app. Don't do it. Uh, Maybe Uh, soon. Good. I hear it's fun. It's that you can name your characters, right? Like you can. Well, not only can you name your characters, you can like completely customize them from the ground up. So, like, you could make your friends and put them in the game if you really wanted. And you make a Trey Mitchell, please. I could. (gasps) All right, good. I'll I'll get you killed pretty early, Trey. Why? Don't. Uh, just because I'm bad. All right. It's okay. Uh. Perry Dactyl also says, why is Fire Emblem bad? I assume that's at Chris. Mm. So, Chris, go ahead and answer him. Uh, why is Fire Emblem bad? Uh, Fire Emblem's bad because I uh, it's very popular uh, with the kids who like those strategy games but don't like strategy games that much. Uh, it's got cute girls and therefore bad. Girls are bad. You can clip okay. Trey, not me. <laughs> uh, and then, Chris, I don't know if you've heard this award-winning segment uh but there have recently been a trend in wrestling signs at wrestling shows that are like deep cut video game signs this this is a very fun topic to discuss okay good uh there's no way you've heard it from me so where else did you get this from i mean you just see them pop up on twitter sometimes just someone posting the signs out of context like good Kingdom Hearts 2 is the worst one or something like that. Yep, that was one of them. Uh, So this week, here's what we have. Uh, Some of these I think I'll need Chris to even explain what these mean. But uh, the first one I have is uh, Buy and Play Sakura Wars. Anything? 
Uh, Sakura Wars is a uh, strategy RPG series uh, made by Sega. Um, it, it's one of those series where most of the games are exclusive to, to Japan. So I've not played a Sakura's War game for myself, but they're very highly spoken of. There you go. Uh, Strive is fine as is. Stop complaining. I'm assuming they are referring to Guilty Gear Strive, the hot new fighting game, which God, a lot of a lot of people in the Guilty Gear community have not been very passionate about, but mm. it's got its fans. Trey, this is like, this is impressive. He's like Rain Man with these games. He is like Rain Man. Yeah, <laughs> this that's is not, what that's happens a when you don't watch. Not get. This is you don't this is need what to watch. When you, this is what happens when you don't watch movies or listen I, to music or anything. Like I don't that. think I think you know what the reference is, right? Uh, Rain Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm tangentially familiar with you, like Rain you, Man. That's all you really need to do. The movie's okay. How about? Did, uh, did you know that was the most popular? That was the uh, highest grossing movie of that year. Rain Man. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's insane. It is. Would never, would never have guessed. You know, you know why I think? No, it wasn't 70s. It was uh, 80s. Okay. I think it's because I think actors, I think actors were way more of a draw back in the day than they are now. And it was yeah. starring Dustin Hoffman and, and Tom Cruise. Like two of the that biggest names sense. back then. I just, I think, just like, like you would see a movie for an actor. I don't think you really do that nowadays. As much. Uh, how about uh, Legends of Dragoon is better than Final Fantasy VII? Oh, I know, I know that reference. But Chris, go ahead. Chris, number one, do you agree? Uh, I, I can't fully agree. I've only played a little bit of Legend of Dragoon. I've not, I've not made it past disc one, but. I enjoy Legend of Dragoon. It's a bit janky though. So it's got it's got lacking in polish where I think Final Fantasy VII has a little bit more polish, ironically enough, but both are absolutely great games from what I played. Mm -hmm. uh, only a couple more. Uh, we've got one that just says Chrono Trigger I, I is guess, also good. I guess I didn't I guess I didn't answer the original question. I would prefer Final Fantasy VII over Legend of Dragoon. Okay. Okay. Anyway, how about Chrono Trigger is also good? It is. It is good. Tri Chrono Trigger is a phenomenal game. Well, no, we're going to have TC on discussing Chrono Trigger at some point. Or Perry. Uh, next yeah, year. I need to get. I need to play. We need to get TC on. We need to get everybody on. Uh, remaster Guitaru Man. Man, these are real deep cut. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that is. Good. Uh, I, I'm not fully. I, I don't know Guitaru Man that well, but it's sort of like a a rhythm game adventure where this guy has guitar and he transforms into like Power Ranger that like plays guitar better or something like that. It's it's a very very niche game that was originally released on the PS2, I believe. I think it was made by the people who who did Prap of the Rapper, but I might be wrong. Uh, how about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is the best? That's a Chris. That's a Chris sign. I, I get. I mean, I'm assuming they probably mean like Xenoblade Chronicles, the first game, is the best of that series, and I agree. Uh, here's a good one. Uh, 
like I said, only a couple more. Uh, Dragon Warrior monsters are better than Pokemon. Mm. Mm. Now, this is a very complicated discussion that will probably end with a fist fight. Okay. Mm. What's the discussion? He doesn't even want to have it because he doesn't want to have that fist fight. And he I doesn't want to fight that. people. Uh, how about this, Persona this is a very, this is very interesting. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What was it? Uh, Persona fears Don Gon Rampa. What does that even mean? <laughs> I know. I actually, I know what both of those are. Persona and Dangan Rampa. Yeah, but what does it mean when one know. game series fears the other? They just they fear. So it. that that is a specifically a wrestling sign because normally that says wrestler. It's basically wrestler A fears wrestler B, mm. and so they just replaced it with two video games. I get it though. I think that is all of them. Yeah, that would be all of the signs for this week. Wow. Uh, and then I'm I have one more question for Chris. I actually managed to be able to contextualize all those signs. That's crazy. Uh, I'm going to be more impressive if you can contextualize this for me. So I was researching a game that we didn't end up playing, but we'll play next week when Austin's back. Uh, it was going through some of the, it was going through the top games on Metacritic by rating, and if I'm looking at the top 15, 20. I know all the games. There were no surprises, right? Like, I was very aware of all of them. But one of them caught my eye, and I've never heard of this game in my life. It came out this year in April for the Switch. Chris, can you tell me anything about a game called The House in Fata Morgana Dreams of the Revenants Edition? No, I cannot. (laughs) Wait, that was a top game? Yes, Dude, if I go, I'm going to go to Metacritic right now and I will tell you what it is. It's like a 98. What was was this game called again? All right, hold on. Give me one second and I will pull it up. Best games of all time. If you go to best games of all time, this game is currently rated. Hold, please. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Getting there. Maybe I'm not. Now I'm gonna have a hard time finding it. So it's apparently be... number four. Yeah, tell me what is it? <laughs> right between Soul Calibur and Grand Theft Auto Four, apparently. Exactly. Here's the summary: A gothic suspense tale set in a cursed mansion is a full-length visual novel spanning nearly a millennium that deals in tragedy, human nature, and insanity. Damn. The fact that it's a visual novel and it's that highly rated is shocking to me. It's a 98, and the user score is an 8.3. Should we be playing this? I don't know. I need Chris uh. to play it and tell me. Yeah, Chris, play it. Okay, so I think I can answer this. So I'm I'm looking at this. There's only eight critic reviews on here, and all of them are positive except for 180. So this is I th- I think what this is is just people who are really into visual novels loving this game. Yeah, but because there's not many reviews, it has a high average Metacritic score. Mm. Okay, I so just we was don't asking. Need I, I figured you would know. I just wanted to know. I I am not at all a visual novel guy, so could not tell you anything about this game, really. It was just fun going down a list and being like, yep, I heard of this one, heard of this one, heard... What is this? 
You see, that all all these top fifteen games have a a must play little badge by them, except for for this one, yeah. the House of Fata Morgana. It's crazy. Though. So, uh, I guess it's not a must play. It's very highly revered, but not a must play. All right, okay. I don't have to I play was just it wondering. It's so funny, Trey. I think you should play it. It looks like it is. You know what else doesn't have a must play on it? The Legend of Zelda Collector's Edition. Whoa. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Burn. None of those are must plays. No, Zelda's you know what else not is a not a must play? play? What? Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom. Pain. Chris, it was so good to have. Really, it's not a must play. No, it's one of the three that doesn't have a must play in the top sixty. It is a must play. You need to play Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom. I, I Pain. have Metal Gear. I have Metal Gear Solid must Five, play. but I want to play Metal Gear Solid Four first. You should. And uh, and Peace Walker. Yeah. Chris, it was so good to have you on. Can you please plug your stuff again? Uh, well, I'm pretty much everywhere is Chris the Fields. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all that. Uh, I'm most recognized for my YouTube content, which is youtube.com slash Chris the Fields. Mm-hmm. If you like Fire Emblem, if you like really just JRPGs in general, I, I probably got you covered somehow, some way. Nice. Well, Chris, thanks again for uh, coming on. you like on. a guy cool. who likes having fun. He is a guy who likes having oh, fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We have fun. We do. We have a lot of fun. Chris, this thanks for- This was a lot uh, of fun. Yes, it was. And uh, we appreciate you coming on. We should do it again soon. We should uh, We should definitely yeah. have you on again soon. And, you can invite uh, me back anytime. Well, thank you. And uh, we will someday. Uh, Connor, thanks for always being there and uh, not going on best friend trips like Austin. True. Right. How and, could I go on a best friend trip without you, Trey? I know, I know. Uh, we'll be back next week with Austin. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you. I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet In the summertime Visions, I can change them Sort and rearrange them A world of understanding Which you have never seen before I had a dream that I was floating to your house In the summertime I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall How could I make you understand? We are radiant beams of light Shining bright even when we are small In the fall This is where it picks up the snare coming in it gets you hyped. People know the chorus by this point, so they can sing with you and you go. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall. When? When was it? Tell In the summertime. These visions, I can change them. Sort and rearrange them 
a world of understanding which you have never seen before. I had a dream that I was floating to your house in the summertime. I had a dream that I was 300 feet tall in the summertime. <laughs>